people think that they're this like magic pixie dust. Yeah. That you you go get stem cells and maybe it'll heal my knee. It's not necessarily healing the knee. It's not growing you a new knee. It can improve pain and function and likely grow a little bit of cartilage. And some people I think truly believe that if I go in for my knee injection with stem cells, gosh, maybe it helps my COPD. Maybe it'll help. Maybe I'll regrow some hair, <laughs> you know, maybe it'll, yeah, maybe it'll help my eyesight. You know, I think that's probably the biggest misconception of, of stem cells is that it's sort of this, this magic potion that kind of helps everything. And it doesn't help that a lot of clinics market that kind of stuff. So it fuels that, that fire of people who are who are desperate, they have maybe a maybe them or their child has some sort of condition that's non-curable, like autism. And you'll see a lot of clinics say, I do this, you know, placental dead tissue stem cell product, and I've had tremendous results with autism. And there's nothing to ever support that. But th- but but that kind of dialogue fuels a fantasy world of, of stem cells. Hello and welcome to the Stock Podcast, the only investing podcast that delivers interviews with public company CEOs and CFOs. Now, that's the overarching goal, but the underlying goal is to educate and inform, especially the investment community. That sometimes means bringing guests onto the program who are subject matter experts. And this is one of those episodes. This week's guest is Dr. Matthew Lucas from the Centeno Schultz Clinic based out of Denver, Colorado. And what's interesting about the Centeno Schultz Clinic is that they were the first clinic in the world to use your body's own stem cells to treat orthopedic problems, which makes it a real special treat to have Dr. Lucas on the program to talk about orthobiologics, i.e. stem cells and platelet-rich plasma, also known as PRP, on the program to talk about the use of orthobiologics in the rehabilitation process. And so just a little background as to why and how this interview came about I hurt my knee this past summer, and it wasn't the first time that I hurt this particular knee, but the pain was so bad this time around that I thought it was high time I got it looked at. But before scheduling an appointment, I did a little research, which is maybe one of the worst things anyone like me who has a tendency for self-diagnosis could do, but honestly, I just can't peel myself away from YouTube when I think I can find clues or answers to my problems there, at least physically which aren't that many really, but fortunately, I think I made the right choice. I learned that on average, most knee surgeries for something like a meniscus tear, which is what I thought I had, those surgeries don't yield very promising results. I also came across a few videos that highlighted some success stories from this clinic called Centeno Schultz, which offers an alternative to surgery, which is the last thing I wanted to do. And that alternative is to use orthobiologics such as Again, stem cells or PRP, which I thought was really interesting. So I set up an appointment and I was super lucky to have the chance to meet Dr. Lucas. And during the diagnosis, Dr. Lucas asked me what I did for a living. I told him podcasting. He chuckled a little bit because he speaks to a lot of people who have heard of stem cell therapies through the Joe Rogan podcast. But for me, one of the really interesting things was how Dr. Lucas had taken issue with some of the things that... Joe Rogan has been advocating when it comes to stem cells. And so I wanted to know the truth. So I asked Dr. Lucas to come onto the program to share his knowledge on stem cell therapies, how it works, what's the process, where it's applicable, and where it isn't applicable. 
And so I'm really excited to share this conversation with everyone out there. It really is interesting and educational. But before we get to the interview, I'd like to ask, implore you to consider supporting the Stock Podcast. This program gives everyone the chance to hear interviews with public company management teams and industry experts like Dr. Lucas here. There are no commercials in this program, so without your support, this program would not be possible. And there are a lot of different ways that you can lend some support. Donations are obviously most welcome. Just check out the donate page on the website. So that's thestockpodcast.com and click on donate. Another way you could support the program is by subscribing, either on the website or on the podcast app that you use. Additionally, submitting a review goes a long way in convincing future listeners to click play. Or if you can just take a moment and give the podcast a couple of stars on whatever podcasting app that you use, that's also super helpful. And then finally, you can show some support by spreading the word. Just take a moment to tell someone who you think might get something out of these interviews because word of mouth really is the best form of advertising for the program. All right, I'll stop there. Let's get to the interview with Centeno Schultz, Dr. Matthew Lucas. Dr. Matthew Lucas, thank you so very much for coming onto the podcast. Of course, yeah, excited to do it. So the way that I start out all these interviews is, I guess, background. So if you wouldn't mind just sharing a little bit about your background, and also sharing a little bit about the company that you work for. Sure. Yeah. So um, again, Matt Lucas, and and I go by Matt. I'm pretty informal, and you know my background is basically uh, I did sports medicine. Ended up going to medical school here in Colorado. In in medical school, I was pretty plugged into the orthopedic community in in the Denver metro area, um, and so just got interested in musculoskeletal injury, muscles and bones, total joint replacement, back pain. And, um, you know, once in med school, I, I sort of started uh, kind of taking my education that way. So, you know, everybody in med school does rotations. And so I rotated with a lot of the surgeons in the area. And then with that, you know, I, I realized I really liked uh, sort of what we call elective orthopedic surgery. And that's that's more muscle, um, muscle and joint pain, um, arthritis, sports injuries, not so much uh, orthopedic trauma. And so, you know, with that, I found uh, physical medicine and rehab, which is my residency specialty. Uh, I found that to be really interesting. That was kind of or what we also refer to as sports medicine or non-operative orthopedics. So I later went to Stanford. I did a, a physical medicine and rehab uh, residency there. And then after, I guess, after a residency and even while I was there, there was a lot of emerging uh, thought and research on using, you know, stem cells um, and more importantly, biologics. And I'll talk a little bit more about what that means, but basically using your body's own blood products to treat orthopedic conditions. So there was a, um, uh, you know, one of my attendings or an orthopedic surgery attending there named Jason Dragoo. Um, he, he was researching a lot of these biologics for, for orthopedics. Uh, and I had a, a couple other mentors there doing the same. Uh, and I got interested in it. And as I started researching a little bit more, I, I found, uh, found out about a guy named Chris Centeno who uh, owns Centeno and Schultz Clinic. And 
And Chris Centeno and John Schultz, uh, the two owners and founders of Centeno Schultz Clinic, I found that they were doing a lot of really interesting things with uh, with stem cells, stem cells and and PRP. And so as I started getting to know those guys and was put in contact with those guys, found out that they, you know, every year they take a couple people to do a fellowship um, because really we don't get that training in any residency. And so those guys are, are very, were very heavily invested in, in orthobiologics and training people to use orthobiologics. And, and that's kind of how I became interested in, in, you know, that realm of orthopedic medicine. So long story short, I, I flew out, interviewed with, with them, worked with them for a year, kind of doing that subspecialty training. And, and they had an extra spot for a physician. And so I ended up sticking around and I'm from Denver. So this was a good fit for me. With the Centeno and Schultz, those two guys, did they, they're the pioneers, they're the first people to, or these two guys are the first guys to develop stem cell therapy. Is that not correct? So, you know, they're, they're two of the first people to start routinely using it for, to treat humans, to treat orthopedic conditions in humans. Um, you know, it's been around for a long time, to be honest, orthopedic surgeons started using bone marrow stem cells to treat certain conditions, uh, back in like the eighties and nineties. Now it wasn't called stem cells necessarily back then. It was, you know, just bone marrow. We use bone marrow to treat things. But, you know, from from again, from an elective orthopedic surgery standpoint or an elective pain standpoint, they were really the first guys to start offering that as a routine option for patients. And so in that respect, they're pioneers. I mean, nobody else was really offering that. They started using it back in 2005, 2006. A lot of the orthopedic community at that time sort of said, hey, this is voodoo. When in fact, there was some some pretty decent evidence, especially in Europe, too, that bone marrow is pretty critical for orthopedic tissue healing or it plays an important role. And so that's that's really what prompted those guys to say, hey, you know, there's something to this. If it, you know, and a little bit of background with with even those two, Chris Centeno was physical medicine and rehab. And then John Schultz was an anesthesiologist and both of them did pain management as a fellowship. And so their practice prior to 2005 looked like, you know, nerve ablations, uh, high dose epidural steroid injections, you know, putting in pain pumps or pain stimulators. And, uh, you know, after they'd been in it for a long time because both of them had been practicing for a couple decades already, they just started realizing that this was sort of a hamster wheel. And a lot of the a lot of pain clinics tend to be that where it's, you know, we burn these nerves every year and then people never quite get out of pain. And we they, they tended to see the same patients over and over and over again. And so they started thinking there has to be another way or what's something new that gives longer lasting results that's actually healthy for tissues. So that's not cutting. That's not burning what is something that actually prompts a healing response? And that's really what got them on that path to where they started using that, uh, some of the first people to really start doing that. What is it about stem cells mm -hmm. that makes them a, a very good method to deal with someone's pain and suffering? Yeah. So great question and, and kind of key in understanding why we do what we do really. But you know, so so stem cells, by definition, if we really want to go into, I guess, like stem cell 101, um, you know, there's there's really multiple types of stem cells. Right. You'll hear about 
totipotent stem cells, multipotent stem cells, and pluripotent stem cells. Really, what, what you're talking about is when you think of, you know, and even back in the 90s with the whole Bush ban on stem cell research, that was talking about sort of these totipotent or unlimited potential stem cells from embryos, meaning that those stem cells could become any tissue in the body. They could become nerve tissue, brain tissue, bone, heart muscle, GI tract muscle. So it was a, an unlimited potential type stem cell, right? When we talk about what we're using for orthopedics, it has potential only to develop into orthopedic tissues. So when you hear the word MSC or mesenchymal stem cell, which, you know, is is what Joe Rogan talks about a lot on his podcast. But when you hear that, that that mesenchymal is a mesenchymal lineage cell, meaning it's mesenchymal means um, musculoskeletal tissues. So by definition, that cell is really limited to dividing into bone, cartilage, tendon, ligament, fat, and muscle. Uh, those are musculoskeletal tissues. So in other words, the, they've already they've already differentiated into that lineage and they can't go back. They can't go back to become nerve tissue or an eyeball or, you know, whatever. You know, some of these these myths that you think of, well, am I going to grow a, you know, a brain in my knee if you inject this? No, that's not that's not the case. So, you know, we use um, and, and we can talk more about that, too. But we use bone marrow derived mesenchymal stem cells. Um, and it's a little more complicated than that because there's actually a lot of a lot of cells within the bone marrow. And so there's some debate to whether bone marrow is actually bone marrow MSCs and MSCs themselves are actually the most important cell, or is it the relationship of all of the, the different types of cells in the bone marrow working together? If you'd like to continue listening to this interview, you'll need to become a member become a member, just visit stockpodcast.com. Members have access to all full-length episodes, and depending on the membership that you purchase, you can even have access to the transcripts. So just go to the website, thestockpodcast.com, and click membership at the top. Also, if you really enjoyed the music, you should check out Danheim. That's D-A-N-H-E-I-M. Mike at Danheim gave me permission to use the music for the podcast, and so a huge thanks to Danheim. And with that, take care and good luck with your portfolio.